Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Art Witch Podcast. I am your host, Zanetta, and thank you so much for tuning in. Today's uh, episode is a creativity tarot reading for this lunar cycle, which actually started a day or so ago. So I am really glad to be able to get this out finally and, you know, re- engage with creativity tarot readings. It's been a while since I last put one out and it was really important for me to take that time away and I have zero regrets. (laughs) I know I always come back to the reading space more restored and healthier when I've taken a break. So thanks for, you know, pausing with me and I hope you've had kind of a good, good winter a good time to settle into your own practice and enjoy your own work there's not a lot of announcements that i have right now i just want to thank everyone who joined me for where land meets sky that was such a beautiful evening really really powerful time to be together and i just thank everyone for being there i have been refilling my cup after that experience. And I think I'm going to be sharing in a mini episode on the podcast, some thoughts and ideas about completing big projects and how to take care of oneself in the aftermath of such a life-changing kind of bringing work out into the world. So I will be sharing that soon because it's definitely been in my community and it's been on my mind and I really think that there's a lot there to share. But for now, I want to get into the reading for this lunar cycle. So the lunar cycle started on March 21st, right after the spring equinox here in the Northern Hemisphere. And that's the new moon in Aries. And we go all the way through the full moon in Libra on April 5th. And then we get into just before that other new moon in Aries on April 19th. So the lunar cycle is from March 21st through April 18th, 2023. I am doing this reading a little differently today because that's what was coming through. Usually I use the same spread, but 
I've been musing a lot on this upcoming Pluto shift out of Capricorn and just feeling into that energy for myself because Pluto has been in the area of my career and so I've really thought a lot about career and creativity. So I felt very called to share some things, this lunar cycle in a different way. So let's just begin with the reading. I asked, what would spirit like us to know this lunar cycle, specifically around our creativity, around the aliveness that comes through our work and the creative fire? And what came through was the two of wands in reverse and the five of cups upright. So what we're kind of experiencing is a little bit of maybe frustration and disillusionment with some of our plans, some of the things that we want to get going and some of the things that we're trying to activate in maybe haven't really been panning out for us or panning out in the ways that we would expect. And that can be very disappointing. It can be very disenchanting. And it can also get us to really question like, was that really the vision? Was that really the thing that I should be doing? Is it something, you know, like that I did wrong? You start to kind of question your own judgment about things. And those are maybe not like the heaviest feelings. Some of you may feel it really heavy, but they're not necessarily the most heaviest feelings, but they're certainly there. And sometimes when something is there, it's almost like in your periphery of your vision. So if you're like seeing, you know, all these things that you'd like to try to do and all these, you know, ideas that you have and projects and such, but for whatever reason, this little shadow of doubt and questioning is kind of like hovering in your periphery of your vision. And so we're looking at that right now. And then that I think is what spirit would like us to kind of have eyes on and understand like what's that shadowy kind of, and I'm not going to use like shadow work here. I'm just saying there's something present, but you can't really quite see it fully kind of energy hanging out here as you're imagining and understanding your work. And one of the things about that is that we're like seeing a whole picture here. So when I asked what does spirit want us to understand about this energy, this quality of experience that we're having right now. And one of the cards that came up was the Sage of Wands. And the beautiful name for that card is Seer, which I love. I really, really love that. Because I think in that Sage of Wands, we have the bigger picture here. We see that the machinations of aliveness, of the world working through us, of the ways that creativity comes through each one of us is so much more nuanced and complex than is often talked about. Like it's a lot of stops and starts. It's a lot of windy roads. It's a lot of like, I fucked up 
over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a lot of of mess, right? And so like having moments like this where we doubt ourselves or we have, you know, more questions than answers about our work and our journey forward, that's really, really a key ingredient in making art. That's a key ingredient in making anything come into this world. And the seer, the sage of wands reminds us of that. It helps us to understand and conceptualize our self-doubt. It helps us understand moments when we're not like manifesting. (laughs) I don't know if you can relate to this, but you know, we're in Aries season and a lot of us are hearing messages about power, leadership, and you know, individual dreams and like our abilities to catch that fire and like work that fire. But if you really understand fire, it is a very, very start and stop. It's trying to go. It's like sometimes almost fizzles out. It like, you know, sometimes rages. Like (laughs) if you've ever like tended a campfire, like it is a whole journey and like process that is not consistent. Actually, you have to do a lot of paying attention and you know, if you're really paying attention, like there are times where the fire looks like it's going to die out, even though it's still going, it may dwindle down to an ember before it even becomes, you know, like a cheery and merry (laughs) full fire. Not to get into campfires for too long, though I could talk about that for a really, really long time. But I think what I'm trying to get at here is that this moment of kind of disillusionment or like just a little bit of of doubt around like your ideas or your plans it's part of a process it's got a context and if you can see that from the point of view of say the king of wands if you can see that from the point of view where you know the creative cycle to be so much more than just outward production or like obvious externalization or like when something is being applauded by other people then it kind of reframes these moments of quote stopping or like stagnation or second guessing ourselves or things like that it reframes it that's not to say that we should continue in that space. That's the other thing. Like if you have these doubts and you have these like kind of, you're not quite feeling like you're like getting that, let's say traction on what it is that you're trying to create. It's like you understand that for what it is and you move forward in your truth. (laughs) So if your truth is you're trying to push something that shouldn't be pushed through, then you need to honor that, right? If you're trying to push yourself beyond what you have energy or time or true availability of your body and your mind and your spirit, then you need to let that go, right? But if you're experiencing 
this frustration or disappointment or doubt, but you're working on something that's true to you, then keep working on it, right? Like see that doubt for what it is, which is part of a a creative process, a part of a growing process and, and a key ingredient in your growth. That is what the Sage of Wands wants us to understand. Now, how we can help ourselves in this moment, how we can really support ourselves through this process, especially when we experience these really like these tough feelings. I'm going to go there and say it's tough, you know, but it's the Sage of Cups, the King of Cups. There's emotional tending that we can give ourselves. There's patience, there's compassion, there's love that we can give ourselves. Why is it that we're trying to push ourselves so hard? Why is it that it's like crucial that we have to like immediately do these things? Just kind of understanding the part of you that like struggles and is struggling and give it a lot, a lot of space and time to be heard. A lot of space and time to be heard. Even just literally like being in water and being in that like liquidy love, (laughs) being in, in the magic of water will help that part of self have space. You know, sometimes I think like, it's really interesting. We evolved in this kind of like watery land, air confluence, right? Like we evolved with the elements, but how much of our day do we get to spend like actually in water? How much of our day do we actually get to spend in air or on earth or like in fire in sun, you know, like I wonder what the parts of you that are kind of hurting right now, what elemental support might come through that would really help that part of you. And I particularly am feeling into water because of this King of Cups, giving yourself baths, washing your face, cleansing your hands, allowing yourself to soak, allowing yourself to float, like drinking water, being in that space. And what does that open up in you that gets a chance to like actually speak? I do believe that when we are in water, that it provides such deep resonance with our inner world that we're able to kind of like soften and let some of that out. I mean, I love to cry in the shower. It's like one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) And I feel like crying in the shower is one of the most amazing things because it's like the water outside reflects the water inside. So like, can you give yourself over to that part of you that like needs, needs the time and the space to like feel what's going on, you know, rather than to try to kind of like muscle through. I did mention continue working towards your truth if that's what you like are feeling is going on here. 
So it's not like you have to stop working or stop creating or stop doing these things. But what it does mean is that part of the journey is having time and space also to just fucking feel, (laughs) to feel, you know, some of us access feeling in different ways, you know, like I think water really helps me. I think singing really helps me. Sometimes I do not have words I cannot put it on a pen to paper to like even get it out like it just needs to be sounds sometimes I need to be like by myself you know in the forest or something like do what it feels like makes sense for you to give that part of yourself space to speak and to be heard that's the support that we can give ourselves this lunar cycle Remember, the Sage of Wands, the King of Wands, sees this as crucial to the creative cycle and process. I'm bringing in the word cycle here because I think it's too easy to see our creative path as more like this climbing of a ladder or this very linear journey. And it's not. It's not at all. It's very windy and it's spiralic. You'll go through highs, you'll go through lows, you'll return to things. It's just the way that these things work because I think that's how we grow, right? Like you can't just build your muscles instantly by working, working, working out. It's going to take time. You're going to have days where it's going to be kind of harder to like develop that muscle and some days it's going to be easier and some days you're going to notice that you're stronger and you have more stamina or something whatever the point is is that creative growth it's supposed to be circular and cyclical so just the king of wands has such an understanding about emotions setbacks, frustration, such an understanding about taking time out to care for yourself, taking time out to acknowledge your feelings. You're not a machine. You are not a machine. Just because you have a dream, just because you have ideas and you know that those ideas are powerful and helpful and are of service to many people does not mean you are a machine. Like you can repeat that with me if you want. You are not a machine. I am not a machine. Being an artist doesn't mean that you're a machine. And I think too often we've experienced in this society that if you're an artist, you're part of a culture of exploitation, especially if you're an artist that's working in like spiritual, psychic, medium, channeling, like kind of process, then there's like extra layers of exploitation happening there, even, even more. And so many of us are really focused on being of service and like helping others. And that is so powerful and true to who we are, true to our communities and true to the work that wants to come through us. But it doesn't have to come through us in being harmful all the time. It doesn't have to be you like getting harmed, you know? And so like, not just the physical sense of like 
not getting your resources met or not getting your needs met or not getting like, you know, the things that you need, like support and income and all that time, energy, rest. But I'm talking about like emotional harm here. Like it's harmful to try to push ourselves through these like emotional moments where stuff is difficult. You know what I mean? It's not okay. And it creates a relationship with our creativity that is not helpful in the long term. It's not sustainable. And I think many of us in this community are so wise about this already. But I think if anyone's listening who hasn't heard this before, your emotions are vital, obviously, to your art. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) It's vital to your art. But it's also your time and space that you take up to tend those emotions and the way that you care for yourself when you're feeling this way is also vital you know? So it's all kind of like mixed in. It's all part of it. It's all part of your creative process. It will lead you to all sorts of things. Many of us make a lot of different things and we've had a lot of experiences around this where destination kind of outcome-based thinking isn't what leads us to making art. It's like the oh, I was dreaming about this thing and like I felt these emotions and then I cried a little bit and then I journaled and then maybe I like went for a walk and then that walk turned into a meditation and that meditation turned into a weaving and that weaving turned into a song and the song turned into a dance and the dance turned into a a video and the video turned into a meditation that I sent to a friend and then the friend told me this thing about this other thing. Like (laughs) that didn't all literally happen to me but I think that's very much akin to the way that aliveness moves through us when we are creating things. It is all these breadcrumbs, all these back doors, all these little hidden secret passages, all these seemingly amazing threads that come together and in a nonsensical way, except that there's a lot of sense to it when you really take the time to like look at your life. But <laughs> but things come together in ways that are not direct. And that's just a fact. So if we acknowledge that as a fact, that like the windiness is the way that things happen, then every time you feel something complex, every time something heavy comes along in your creative journey, then there's like acceptance. Then there's acknowledgement. Then there's time allotted for that. Like what if we created in a way that gave us space and time and resources and support? to like go through complexity what if it wasn't just like okay I've got to go and like get this done by this date and I'm gonna expect that I'm gonna get it done like clockwork (laughs) but you built into your schedule maybe more time more spaciousness 
more support. Maybe you're like, I know ahead of time, I'm going to need like someone to talk to or someone to process with, or I'm going to need a reading or I'm going to need, you know, a creative doula or something like, what if we just built that stuff in because we knew that it was like how we actually made the art like the art only comes through us by way of these breadcrumbs and these quote detours which I don't personally like using because I think it's diminishing of a sacred process so I'm not going to use it I'm going to say it's alternative pathways (laughs) it sounds so new agey of me (laughs) OMG. So, okay. I then asked, I was like, what then can be a guiding light? Something that we can like connect with that will help us this lunar cycle to, you know, move forward and engage and to access what we need as we're moving. And the card that came up was the Ace of Worlds. I thought that was so cool. This is basically the the Ace of Pentacles. So let's just like feel into this. Success is assured. <laughs> it's not like we have to stress so hard. The disappointment or the frustration that we may have experienced during this lunar cycle is part of a process. That process will precipitate into something that we create. And we'll go through many things, ups and downs, alternative pathways, seemingly starts and stops, but something will be there the other side of this process. We will create something. Something will happen, you know, and hold on to that. Hold on to that thought. If your understanding of creativity is change, then success is assured in this process. If art is transformation, if spells are transformation, if rituals are meant to change something about reality, then all of the stuff that we go through changes us and we change things in turn. So this ace of earth, this like possibility of creation that meets us on the other side of this, this change, it's there. It's for sure there. And I think the other message of this is to focus on like that you're building something or that you're planting a seed. There's more than just the feelings here. The feelings are part of the process and the process is part of something that you're working towards, something that you're interested in developing. And that is there. That's intact. So for this lunar cycle, focus on that seed. Focus on that seed of what it is that you're planning. Focus on how that's like the beginning of, of something really beautiful. 
something really beautiful. So it's like, this is another aspect I think of that disappointment and maybe frustration that is coming up with some of our plans and our ideas. It doesn't have to be a full fledged, huge thing yet. It can just be a seed and even the seed without becoming something is something meaningful and valuable and important. So this is just like, we're giving so much context to our feelings and we're also giving so much context to our visions and our dreams and our efforts, right? Like you put in a lot of effort towards your work. And I think that sometimes that's like the thing that creates a lot of emotional, like a lot of emotional stirring up. It's like, oh my God, I worked so hard on this and like, damn it. Like what's transpiring. And it's like, it's okay. It's okay. One, it's okay for things not to become something. It's okay for them to like, not be this huge tree. Even if you planted the seed, we're looking at this from like the view of the king of wands, right? The king of wands seeing like the huge, huge ways that our creativity and our creative cycles and our artwork plugs into the larger world, the larger universe of collective growth and aliveness. Do you think that every single idea that you have is supposed to be about something coming out into the world? Do you think every single thing has to become an album? Every song idea has to lead you to being in a performance? Does every single thing have to be this obvious end product? No, but focus on just the seeds, focus on just the planting, focus on just these initial ideas, these things, and let yourself be carried by that first. And if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Let that be something that is inherently worthy in however it ends up. Ooh, this is like a lot. Okay. I know this is a lot and we've traveled through a lot of terrain with creativity here. So pick and choose parts of it or all of it (laughs) that you want to engage with at any point during this lunar cycle. It's interesting. We have Aries. It's interesting. We have kind of manifestation. It's interesting that we have some of these things around like you know, individuation, solar energy, and Libra, and things like that. So just meditate on that a little bit. Okay, that's it for the reading, this lunar cycle. I hope that this helped you. I hope that you're feeling more sourced and supported. And I will be opening up creativity tarot reading soon. For those of you who are interested in my psychic listening sound stack, that's called Moonpool. I'll leave a link down below. And until next time, take care. If 
you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.